Howdy, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Fourth time is the charm, you guys. We've started be. this four times. Yeah, not one, not two, not three. But four. And if the baby cries again, it's going to probably not be five because I'm over it. Yeah, and you guys get to listen to a baby cry for who knows how long. Uh, Aren't you glad you don't pay for this? Right? Oh my god. One day we'll be more professional. One day. Maybe. If we get, like, if we start getting sponsorships, you know? That'd right. Be cool. Or do we have to be more professional to get sponsorships? You know, I think the jury's still out. <laughs> we'll make it work. Like, I'd like to say that it's probably the latter, but, you know, I don't think so. <laughs> it's whatever we want it to be. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Just will it into being. There we go. Alright, guys. For the fifth time... <laughs> Fourth time, I'm going to talk about a cold case of somebody who was abducted but still alive. Which is fucking bananas, honestly. Yeah, it's it's a weird case, and if you hear my baby, I'm sorry in advance. She's being very noisy. She's been quiet all night, but now she wants to be noisy. But she's cute um, as shit, so it's okay. She is very cute. I'm okay with it. I'm also starting work tomorrow, and I'm a little emotional, so I'm like, just want to snuggle her, you know? Yeah. Um, anyways. Okay. So, case of Sherry Papini, which, if you guys are California locals, you may have heard of this, because it was pretty big news, and it was, like, I mean, it was even international news. It was nuts. Yeah, like, I feel like it sounds, like, a little familiar. Like, I want to say I've definitely seen, like, a headline or two about it. If you look at her picture, you would probably recognize her. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, So, definitely make sure you follow us on Instagram. Yes. Plug. Shameless. Plug. Um, yes. <laughs> um, so the reason I found this case was because it's almost it's been three years since it happened. So they kind of did like a oh this has been three years and it's still cold kind of thing. Oh shit. Um, November second, Sherry Papini was jogging near her home in Redding, California. Which for those of you who are not familiar with California, it's like a couple hours north of Sacramento. It's like in the mountains, kind of in the middle of nowhere, and it's it's like pretty big for that area but it's not like a huge city yeah it's not like super duper developed but like it's not like a super small town like from where where you're from yeah yeah (laughs) right um so she was reported missing by her husband when she didn't pick up her kids from daycare that afternoon which was really out of character for her she was like known as a really devoted mom um i mean even if she wasn't like come on yeah yeah gotta pick up your kid right (laughs) So, um, this was, like, really unusual for that area, too. So, people, like, it, it spread like wildfire, and it became really huge news. Mm. Um, she was missing and missing, and, like, the weeks go by, and, you know, there was no trace of her. So, I think people were starting to think the worst, and they yeah. were thinking that maybe, like, you know, her husband had something to do with it. Well, I mean, like, he usually does. Right. Like, let's be He's real. always a husband. But, like, always. how many people, if any, were thinking, like, oh, she, like, just, like, ran away, like, she was just sick of her life, wanted to, you know, start fresh? I don't think at the time people did. Mm-hmm. But, like, now people do. Okay. So, it's kind of like, and I'll talk about it at the end, but because of how, like, strange this case is, like, it really, like, some people really doubt mm-hmm. it happened. Um, so... 22 days later, three weeks and a day later, um, 
a woman um, driving on Interstate 5, which is, like, a major freeway that runs basically, like, through California up. Yeah, I think, like, pretty much almost all the way top to bottom. Yeah. Um, and a motorist found, saw her on the side of the road, um, and they called, like, on the side of the freeway, so they called the cops because, I mean, like, I-5 is a major freeway, and it's, yeah. like, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of scary to think about it, like, being on the side of that just oh 100 like anyone yeah. could just see it but driving by yeah and this is thanksgiving day which is weird oh yeah okay um so they called the cops they found her 150 miles south of redding in yolo county um which yolo county is like kind of a bit north of sacramento um she was emaciated she weighed 87 pounds she had been bound at the waist by a chain, which was tethered to her wrist with a zip tie. She had hose clamps um, on her ankles, which were supposed to, like, prevent her from trying to escape. And she was covered in bruises, <clears throat> allegedly from enduring many beatings. Her nose was broken. <clears throat> her long blonde hair was chopped off, and she had burns on her body. And her husband said she'd been branded because he could feel... Oh my god. feel it. Um... She said she had been abducted at gunpoint and held captive by two armed Hispanic females who spoke Spanish the entire time they had her, basically. Um, they let her out of, a, like, a sport utility vehicle at 4.30 a.m. on Thanksgiving Day on I-5 near County Road 17. Holy shit, dude. Again, 150 miles away from where she went missing. So that's, like, two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, the police have no motive for her abduction or why she was released. Because I don't believe that they paid any ransom or anything. Um, or even, like, ransom was... I don't remember ransom being a part of it. It wasn't in any yeah. of the art Like, the article... I only read two articles about it. Because, like, it's one of those things where there's not a ton of information. So they all kind of say the same thing. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that ransom was really a part of it. But, like, some people... Some people think it's just so weird that they don't believe she was really kidnapped... Because, like, even the article was, like, allegedly from be the beatings and, like, a bunch of stuff. Even though that's what she said happened. And the police really have no reason to not believe her. Yeah. But apparently before she did go missing, she had been texting a male friend from Michigan. And the police determined they were in a relationship. But, like, they weren't sure if it was romantic or just, like, a friendship. Interesting. Um. And, like, I remember listening to a podcast about it a couple maybe like a couple years ago mm -hmm. and like people who knew her grew up with her like kind of talked about the family and like her husband and how they were kind of weird and and I, I don't know it just kind of like made me view it in a, a weird way mm -hmm. so I just don't know I don't know it's so random and so it's just such a bizarre situation like seemingly for no reason yeah, but, like, how do you do all that shit to yourself? Right. She probably had... I mean, somebody would have had to do that for her. Yeah, so, like, or, if it is fake, someone's in on it. Right. But... And, like, you would think that if it... If, like, maybe her husband was in on it with her, and they did that, but, like, you would think that they would capitalize on the media storm totally. and the attention. But they really didn't. He issued one statement, and they've been pretty much out of the media. Like, she never talked to anybody about it like really he, her husband you know kind of like called out their haters but they never like did really like interviews or anything like that so 
see, I find that really interesting. It's like, I mean, do, did they get any sort of compensation for anything? Like, I mean, like, did they raise any money or anything? Like, I mean, like, that's the only thing I can think of would be like a motive. I think people did raise some money for them, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure, like, how much or, or what the, you know, what it was. But, I mean, like, the FBI was involved in it. Shit. It was, like, major, a major, major case. So, I don't know. It's just weird. Because I would think even if, you know, they did get money from, like, a GoFundMe or something, mm-hmm. it probably wasn't that much. Right. Like, I'm thinking that, too. So, maybe, maybe $25,000? Maybe. And, like, to endure all of that. Like, that's a lot. If my husband was like, hey, let's do this, so maybe people will donate to a GoFundMe, I'd be like, yeah, let's get divorced. (laughs) I think a divorce would be the least of his concern. Right. (laughs) So, I don't know. It's weird. I think it's weird. Yeah, that's very weird. But I don't know why she would do that to herself. Yeah, like, that's just, it seems so unnecessary. Right. So, I don't know. But, uh, it's unsolved, and they're off, they have a big, pretty sizable reward for information. Um, it's, like, I think upwards of 50 Gs. Damn. So, if you guys are from the area and have any information about it, I, you know, I would say something. Yeah, maybe but leave the people... red. Is it which jurisdiction does it fall under? Redding or? Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to. Yeah, uh, I think because the original kidnapping was in Redding, yes, it would fall under Redding. Um, the police did say that it's not like technically cold. They still have some avenues of like investigation hmm. that they're looking into, and they they believe that it's solvable. Like they're just waiting for the right break or like the right person to say something. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, and I got my information from an article by Harriet Sokmansur. Sure. Um, yes. <laughs> Thank you very much, Harriet, yeah. for your research. What a G. <laughs> All right. Boop, 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 boop. Hit me. Okay, so I'm covering a case that's been nicknamed the Snapchat Murders. And okay, I'm interested. This one, so this only also happened a couple years ago, but... I want to say that I've heard of parts of this before, but I, I don't think I really understood all, everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, bits and pieces of it sound, like, very familiar. Um, but I guess I'll just jump into it. So, okay. uh, February 14th of 2017, the bodies of Abigail Williams and Liberty German were discovered near the uh, Monon High Bridge Trail, which is part of the Delphi Historic Trails in Delphi, Indiana. Okay, I've heard of this. Yeah, see, that's the part it's I had heard. So sad. Yeah. Um, after the young girls had disappeared from the same trail the previous day. The murders have received six, uh, significant media coverage because photo and audio recording of an individual believed to be the murderer was found on a German smartphone. Despite the audio and video recordings of the suspect that have been circulating in more than 26,000 tips, no arrest has been made. It's so sad. Yeah, I didn't know all the details of this until I was reading this earlier. Like, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, so, uh, 1.35 p.m. on February 13th of 2017, 13-year-old Abby Williams and 14-year-old Libby German were dropped off by German's older sis- sister, Kelsey, at a trailhead on County Road 300 North, west of the Hoosier Heartland Highway. 
the girls were hiking on the Monon High Bridge over Deer Creek among woodland in remote Deer Creek Township where they were last seen. They were reported missing at around 5.30 p.m. when they failed to meet family at the end of the trail. Authorities quickly searched the area, did not initially suspect foul play in the disappearance. However, this changed when the bodies of the girls were found around noon the next day, about half a mile east of the abandoned uh, bridge. The bodies were about 50 feet from the north bank of Deer Creek. Police haven't publicly stated or released details of how the girls were murdered. As early as February 15th, Indiana State Police began circulating a still image of an individual reportedly seen on the bridge trail where the girls were slain. The grainy photograph appearing to capture a Caucasian male with hands in his pockets, walking on the rail bridge, head down towards the girls. A few days later, the pers person in the photograph was named the prime suspect in the double homicide. On February 22nd, uh, law enforcement released an audio recording where the voice of the assailant, through though some in in some degree muffled, is hard to hear, is hard to say down the hill. Um, it was at this news conference that officials credited the source of the audio imagery to be German smartphone and further regarded her, her as a hero for having had the uncanny foresight and fortitude to record the exchange in secret. First of all, that is fucking smart. Oh, it is so smart. And, I mean, because really that's all they have. Like, that's a big... Most of all they have. Yeah, pretty much. And, like, I don't know. If I, like, saw some weirdo on the trail, I probably wouldn't have... Wouldn't think to record them. Not at that age. No. I probably wouldn't have thought anything of it. No, I mean, that's something but again, I maybe do now, at, but... At that age, I didn't have a smartphone, but... No. You know. You could have recorded like... that on your Razor phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You know, it like I just put myself in that moment. You're out in the middle of nowhere, just like enjoying nature, and then it it fills me with dread. Like even as an adult, it freaks me out. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's just like it's so yeah. sad. Like it's like honestly, like you can't even really like comprehend mm -mm. like what that must be like. No, you know, because no one can help you. Mm -mm. It's just, it's just awful. Um, boop, 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 boop. Police indicated that additional evidence from the phone had been secured, but that they didn't release it as to not compromise any future future trials. Yeah. Um, by this time, the reward offered in the case was set at $41,000. Um, on July 17th, so a few months later, officers distributed a composite sketch of someone who, at the time of the investigation, was sought as a person of prime interest in the murders. It had apparently been drawn by police from eyewitnesses to a certain hiker of the Delphi Historic Trails on the day the girls vanished. On April 19th of 2019, Indiana State Police announced a new direction in the case. On behalf of State Police and the Multi-Agency Task Force, Superintendent Doug Carter released more materials a few days later and pressed for tips. The new materials included a short video recording in which um, a blue-jeaned and jacketed suspect is seen walking along the bridge for a little over a second. An updated sketch of the suspect was also unveiled, as well as an extended version of the audio recording, in which a slight rise in the suspect's voice can be detected as he utters the word, guys, before the phrase, down the hill. It was further explained that the previously released sketch showing an older man with a goatee and a cap depicted a different person of secondary interest. By contrast, the clean-shaven individual of the new composite is the prime suspect. Um, I'll include all these pictures in the Instagram yeah. and Facebook posts. Okay. Um... Police say this person may range uh, in age from his 20s to his 30s, but caution that his youthful appearance could make him look younger than he actually is. 
Um, also on April 22nd of this year, law enforcement reached out uh, to the public, urging everybody to look at the sketch, listen to the audio, watch how this coward walks on the bridge, and then send your tip to this email. Um, I'll link it in the thing, the notes. Yeah. Um, investigators Definitely. revealed... Yes. I mean, like, because it, it does... I mean, I've listened and seen it, and, yeah, it's... I mean... Obviously, I'm not from that area, and I don't know anybody from that area, but if you do, then you could, you know, you could. You could help identify this person. Yeah. Um, and we'll maybe, like, try to find a YouTube clip of the video. Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Investigators revealed that they have reason to believe that the suspect might be hiding in plain sight, and that the person most is almost certainly familiar with the area of Delphi, whether it be from living or working there or for just some other reason. Um, an additional plea was made for help in identifying the driver of a vehicle that was left abandoned off of the highway in Delphi as, um, at the former child services office between noon and 5 p.m. on the day of the murders. So there's been a few suspects. Again, nobody's mm -hmm. been formally charged or arrested with this. Yeah. But these are the main people of interest. <clears throat> so, uh, Paul Etter. On July 23rd of 2019, after receiving a tip, authorities announced that Paul Etter was being considered a suspect in the murders. He was wanted for the kidnapping and rape of a 26-year-old woman on June 22nd in Tippecanoe County, Indiana. Um, five days later, Etter was surrounded by police in a, a five-hour standoff. He killed himself. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, Daniel J. Nations. Uh, he was a registered sex offender from Indiana who had been arrested in Woodland Park, Colorado in September of 2017, and he was also charged with threatening strangers at a monument uh, trail with a hatchet. Um, the expired, yes. expired Indiana plates on the car he was driving at the time gave him up to police, who subsequently noted an outstanding warrant under his name. Um, fanning public speculation uh, further, it was reported that a bicyclist had been fatally shot on the same trail around the time that Nations was uh, allegedly uh, terrifying passersby with the machete. Um, do, 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 do. An El Paso County Sheriff's Office told reporters that, however, quote, many similarities there were between the cases, he was not at liberty to disclose them since Indiana investigators didn't want any more in information released. On January 5th of 2018, Nations was sentenced to three years probation for threatening members of the public in Colorado, but um, he was not released as he had an active warrant out from another county back in Indiana. January 24th of 2018, uh, he was finally transferred to Indiana officials' custody on an unrelated charge of failure to register as a sex offender. Oh, yeah. Um, in early February, authorities proclaimed that he was no longer considered an active person of interest. Hmm. Um, do, do, do. Thomas Bruce. Bruce, who formerly worked as a pastor, is charged with fatally shooting one woman and sexually assaulting two others, having um, ordered them at gunpoint into the back room of a suburban St. Louis shop for religious supplies. Um, committed in broad daylight on November 19th of 2018, these crimes put Bruce in the spotlight of the press. Some noted his being a familiar stature, 5'7 to 5'9, and then current suspect the then current suspect description in the Delphi slayings. Also, he was wearing a flat cap and a navy blue jacket during the attack, not unlike the suspect in the videos. Indiana State Police did look into the possible con uh, connection of November of last year. Um, on December 4th of 2018, he was charged with no fewer than 17 felony counts related to the St. Louis case and could possibly receive the death penalty for that. Dang. 
yeah, so he's still considered a person of interest, but hasn't been charged. Okay. Um, the last person is Charles Eldridge, who was arrested mm-hmm. on January 8th of this year in Union City, Indiana, on charges of child molestation and child solicitation. Police in Randolph County alerted the FBI to a potential link between the Eldridge and Delphi murders. Um, on account of his strong resemblance to the sketch, albeit this was before the updated composite had come out earlier this year. Wow. So, yeah, it's still unsolved. And um, it's so sad. It's like, so fucking sad. I wonder what other, um, like, evidence they have, though, because they're keeping some stuff close to the vest. Oh, 100%. For sure. Yeah, I'm very curious to see eventually what that is. Yeah. Because I don't think we're too far out from them releasing some things. I hope that they they find who did it because it's they're so young. Yeah, like 13 and 14. Like, what the hell? It's just devastating. Yeah. But, yeah. So, people, if you're you're uh, from Indiana or you know people, yeah, definitely talk share the to clips them. and yeah, pass all that around if you haven't already. Yes. Um, do you have anything fun and exciting you want to talk about? Um, you season two is coming out day after Christmas. Pretty oh my God. stoked. Dude, I cannot wait. It was so good. Yeah, if you guys haven't watched You on Netflix, it is truly amazing. It is, and it has the guy from Gossip Girl, um, Dan Humphreys, a.k.a. Penn something. Uh, Badgley? Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Do you know he was also in a band? No. Yeah, one of my girlfriends, like, saw him in concert, like, a few years ago. It doesn't super surprise me. Yeah, I want to say he's, like, the lead singer, maybe? Yeah. I don't... People find him, like, super, super, super attractive, and I just don't see it. I'm, I'm gonna say I think he was cuter a few years ago. Yeah. Because I feel like he had to lose a good amount of weight for this role, because he's, like, very skinny. Yeah, but I feel like he's too skinny. Oh, I agree. But I think that's part of, like, that adds to the, the creep, creep factor. Yeah. He is so creepy in that movie. Like, so creepy. He kills it in the creep factor. Yeah, like, I don't know what it is about, like, his look, but... Creepy. Super creepy. But if you guys haven't watched it, watch it, because it's so good. I, like, binged it on Netflix, and then I made Wes watch it, so I watched it twice. Oh my god, I I think I tried to make Zach watch it, and, like, he kind of petered out after, like, the third or fourth episode. Yeah. But I'm all about it. Oh yeah, it was good. Um, I think... Uh, I also have been watching Queer Eye. It's not crime related, but I'm like not obsessed. one bit. <laughs> I am literally obsessed with it. Welcome I can't to the club. Stop. I know. I'm officially here. Yes, you finally joined the bandwagon. I have arrived. I have arrived. <laughs> arrived. <laughs> um, ooh, another exciting thing. Um, they're rebooting slash sequeling Weeds. Oh, yeah, you, we were talking about this yesterday, because yeah. I love that show. Me too. Mary Louise Parker is the shit. I know. I have not watched the last, like, I watched, I did not watch the last episode of the last season. Because you didn't want to end. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of forgot everything that's happened. I need to rewatch it. I, I want to rewatch it from the start. Me too. Yeah, I haven't, I don't think I've started it over in, like, at least, like, four years or five years. Yeah. Normally I do with ones I really like, but for some reason I think maybe it came off Netflix or something and I didn't ever rewatch it. Maybe. Because I think I've seen it at least twice all the way through. Yeah. 
And then I got my mom hooked on it too a while back. But it's so good. So good. But anyways. I don't think I have any other like shows or anything. Oh, um, if you're into Rick and Morty, that just started back up. You're not. But no. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, there's a new show called The Prodigal Son. It's pretty good. Pretty creepy. Ooh. Um, his dad's a serial killer and he like uh he's a profiler with the police department. Oh fuck. And it's pretty good. And he like has his has he has his he has PTSD from like his dad like cause he caught his dad like um with like a woman he had kidnapped or something. What? And, like, he his dad like convinces him it's a dream. Anyways, he's like mad PTSD. And That's fucking so, wild. It's pretty interesting. Huh. Yeah. It's good. It's on Hulu. It's called The Prod- Prodigal Son? Prodigal Son. Prodigal yeah. Son. Excuse me. That's it's one of those words. That's way to say that. I don't know. Everybody says it different. I'm okay with that. That's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's it's all fine, guys. Yeah. It's Anyways. We got this. Um. Yeah, I think that's all I have, too. Nothing else too exciting going over here. No. Just bedtime now. Yep. Damn. Got babies to put to bed, and I have my four-legged babies I need to put to bed, so. Yeah, go snuggle that muggle. Oh, I see what you did there. (laughs) All Uh, right. Hot for Justice family. Yes. We will catch you next week. Maybe with a screen recap if we can figure something out. Hopefully. We'll we'll figure something out. Don't hold us to it, but we'll try. Yeah, we'll we'll (laughs) continue to do our best. All right. All right. Goodbye.